Okay, here we go. This is season one, episode six of The Adventures of Living with Michelle. So on today's episode, I just wanted to kind of touch base with what I talked about in episode five, which was remote learning. We are seeing a lot of kids start their first day of school. The majority of my friends and acquaintances, their children are also doing remote learning. And it's kind of different. Like this year, a lot of the parents are doing their first day of school pictures digitally, like in front of their computer or at their workspace. And um, we've saved for our children flyers that have come out. Um, I think there was like a postcard from the president about COVID. Um, for memory, you know, when they're older, they'll be like, look what we went through, look what we had to deal with and how we coped. Um, but I'm sort of a traditionalist, so I'm going to put my daughter on the front porch with her sign that says first day of school when that happens. So what do you think about that? Are you traditional like that? And you're going to take your traditional cute pictures. Um, We didn't even this year, we didn't even back to school clothes shop. I mean, she got maybe some new undergarments and a couple new outfits, but we didn't go like get new tennis shoes for gym class and, um, you know, new jeans. She's got plenty of clothes. So I'm like, you're going to be sitting in front of a computer and you'll play outside. So there's that. Like, did you do back to school clothes shopping? Have you, I haven't even paid attention to the sales. I don't even know what, I think we usually go like to old Navy. I don't even know what kind of sales they're having or if they're any good if it's, if it's worth it to go get new school clothes, we bought a ton of school supplies and, um, her little work area is full of little totes and organizers that we didn't have when they did remote learning in the spring. So that's new. And I kind of decorated her work area to look a little bit like a classroom. Um, her first grade teacher, I have never met her and I have never been into her classroom. So I don't know her decorating style, but I have my daughter's yearbook from last year. And I just went ahead and scanned in the teacher's picture, blew it up a little bit and put it on her board so she can see her teacher's face. My child is young and we are teaching her about stranger danger and she's going to be and will be learning about internet safety and so here we are coming into this new school year and we're going to put our young children in front of the computer and they're going to be talking to somebody that they've possibly never met in person so um they're going to give us some opportunities some zoom opportunities to meet the teacher beforehand, um, like a student conference, student teacher conference. So there's that. And I know, I know that the teachers are 
navigating this. Um, I've talked to a relative of mine that works in a school district and she said that in their school district, they were literally, literally told a week before school was to open that they'd be remote learning. And our state, Washington state has been on these, um, different levels of being open. And in our county, we're on the level that says essentials can be open, like your grocery stores, your gas station, but um, restaurants have to serve you like door side. And um, so it's kind of funny that the teachers, unfortunately, were kind of left in the back burner. Like these are supposed to be our children's leaders the teachers are you know besides parents of course but you know when we send our kids off to school we expect that the teachers are gonna teach our students academically i know a lot of stuff now is more focused on teaching our children how to take an assessment test so that's changed a little bit but it i, I don't know i'm going to school to be a teacher and i kept saying like gosh as soon as summer started i would have started planning for remote learning, you know, right then and there. And I'm sure some teachers did that, but they weren't like given the green light or the go ahead to go forward with it. So, um, they're going to be playing it by ear, I guess. When the kids all log on the first day, they're going to see how, um, I mean, they're, the kids will take their, their early fall assessment. So the teacher will know academically where all the children stand, but that's going to be interesting. I, the, the majority of the United States is in the same boat that I'm in where, um, I am a full-time student, so I have to log on to my school. Fortunately, I'm online, but I have to log on to my school and complete assignments, um, pretty much every day. And, um, you know, then I get to find the time to get my daughter ready for school. She's going to be presentable. We're not going to stay in bed and do Zoom or um, be in our pajamas. And I have a one and a half year old that I have to take care of. And, um, you know, there's other chores around the house that need to be done. And um, one kind of caveat, one nice thing about our specific school district is that they have allowed the schools to give out free lunches for the rest of the year, regardless of your income. And we are going to be participating in this because it gives my daughter some normalcy. Like she, before um, last year in school, she would get to buy her lunch if it was something that she liked. So if it was cheese pizza day, we'd let her buy lunch. And I don't know. I mean, I don't remember being super excited about buying my lunch when I was little, but you kind of feel like you're one of the cool kids. Maybe, I don't know. It gives you some normalcy to have that from the school, the little box of milk, that nostalgia. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of why we're going to partake in it. Um, and plus my school, my daughter's school, um, they gave us the school schedule and they're allowing 20 minutes for lunch which is about what they had before, but mind you, 
they the kids were all going into a cafeteria where school lunch was already prepared or they had their lunch sack and then um the kids ate quickly and then they went to recess so they're now gonna hold that same value up to these parents that i mean if you are going to make your lunches ahead of time or if you're going to get the school lunch ahead of time, um, you know, and we were at home and typically we're just that, that typical family that when we have our lunch during the weekday at home, it might be in front of the television. So we kind of take a little bit longer to eat maybe. And so that's going to have to change, right? We're going to have to change some of our habits that we had before during the summer or even during um, spring COVID shutdown. I don't know if the kids will go back to school at all this, this school year. Um, we have to have a certain set of numbers. And um, this is something that I find interesting. There is a um, rapid test that can be done and that doctors um, have been working on and in some places it is utilized already where you do kind of more of a swab on your tongue and it tells you um, within like a minute or two it gives you results um, if you're sick or not and um, besides the temperature check um, I've heard that those tests are like like a couple bucks a piece. And so, you know, there's options out there for children to go back to school if those types of things were provided to public schools. Um, I believe that right now, maybe um, doctors will use them or you'll, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts by um, people that are actor, actresses, and they use them they're used on film sets. Um, those people have to go back to work too, but they work in close proximity of other people. So they're having to be tested. Athletes also are using them. So why not make them available to our children? Are they not our future? Or did that like go away? That saying um, that our children are the future. My children, um, I don't do temperature checks on them just while we're at home, if we're going to go out and about, but, um, I would be okay with that. If I had to check my children's temperature every morning before I sent them off to school and know that the school or maybe even at home, I was going to provide them with a rapid test. Um, you know, that would give me the confidence that they're going to school with, with, uh, healthy immune system, I guess. But um, I, my understanding is that the teachers in our school district will be doing their teaching from the actual school. So the schools will be providing a temperature check for the teachers and they probably have to fill out or answer some health questions just like you do when you go to the doctor's office. Um, it's going to be interesting. I know that a lot of um, there's a, there's quite a few parents in my community that do homeschooling where they're not affiliated with a public school. And those guys get to create their own curriculum 
that is um, appropriate for their child, for their child's um, abilities, and they get to create their own schedule. And those children potentially this year could be faring better, better than these public school kids because we are going to be depending on um, a teacher that is going to provide us curriculum. The parents, we have to all be on board with how to use their computer systems and um, how to submit assignments. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. So basically the point of my, um, <laughs> point of my podcast today, again, this is episode six was to ask how you're going to make things feel normal or are you going to just make it totally like, this is different. This is the way it is. Um, I mean, we're doing that, but, um, we are, again, we're going to do our first picture on the porch. Um, again, I'm a traditionalist. There's just some things that I feel I have to do as a parent that helps me get by. And, um, you know, what do you need to do to help you get by? So let me know if you have anything to add or questions or comments about this episode. You can reach me on Twitter at six blocks deep. That's at S I X B L O C K S D E E P. And until next time, stay safe, wash your hands, and be happy.